Back post, it's a good delivery, and Kizzy's there, and it's in! Joe Kizzy! And Jacob Reeves has touched it in! Paul Sand is turned into an end by Roddy Arbottle! It's a great header for Pier Gianni. Happy Monday evening. Uh, welcome to the Anytime Notebook. We are back uh, here every single week. Marty Card for the weekend across the EFL. Set piece threats, rampaging wind packs, forward thinking midfielders. All of them get a warm welcome in the pages of the Anytime Notebook. Regular listeners, welcome back. New listeners, great to have you on board. Joining me as always, John Bywater at Set Piece Hero on Twitter. John, what a, what a coupon it is on Tuesday. There's no championship, but it doesn't matter. It's a real bumper coupon. Uh, good evening, Gal. Yeah, it's um, it's actually dark here already, so we're de- we're definitely getting into the season here. I love it. I love it. It's a um, it's a great coupon, John, for old school form line readers like me. Should, can I can I take you through? Can I take you through just a whistle stop tour of what we've got coming ahead in League Two? I think we're yes, still. We were talking just before we recorded. I think we're still in kind of sides just quickest off the mark right good pre-seasons fit raring to go we're still in the we're still in the mode of kind of some are a little bit further ahead of schedule than others but if you think Mansfield are really good then you probably can't downgrade Morecambe who they beat at the weekend but Morecambe beat Warsaw on the opening day so you get to prove out that Morecambe form by backing them at three to one at home to Notts County this Warsaw part of that form line they frank the form right by beating Stockport and if you think Wrexham are still finding their football league legs and spending too long in the US and missing Paul Mullin then you get to back Warsaw at nine to two and still not finished yet, John. If you think Wrexham really haven't started well, then you've got to downgrade MK Dons, who beat them on the opening day and then struggled over the line, scored after seven minutes against Tranmere, and Tranmere had plenty of the ball after. So if you believe all of that, then you get to back Crawley at 9-4, to four, who, by the way, if you think Salford and Bradford are going to be up there towards the end of the season, don't worry, because Crawley took points off them both already. Crawley, all that form stacks up to me. So you've got all of that. If, you, if you're a fan of form lines, literal form, this earlier in the season, then then you get to get with some sides at big prices. Have I have I sold you on League Two, John? You're uh, you're so excited. It's like um, <laughs> it's like Christmas. That is a. No, I did like I did like that. Even even Crypto Crawley are getting positive mentions. Uh, even Crypto Crawley, look a proper it's a new season, definitely. Should should we start with them first off? Because that I've got. I think I've been. Tossing and turning all about Crawley. 12 to 5 they were, opened up at MK Dons. Um, I've, I've landed on the side of... I've, I've backed two. I've backed two in this game, one on each side, which I know is a terrible thing to do, and the odds aren't in my favour. But um, I thought Kellen Gordon for, for Crawley, one of the one of the three in the 4-2-3-1 against Salford, right back by name, but... Your best mate, John Will White, coming into the side at, at right back, has pushed him further forward. Hey, no, nothing of note in the last couple of games, but hey, give me sixteen to one for someone, you know, a right back masquerading in the in the three behind um behind the front man. I think that's uh that looks a, a decent price to to back a goal scorer to get with Crawley. He's he's one of my bets. Um, John, I don't far too much talking. You need to come in here, but um, any, anything anything on the. <laughs> 
<laughs> makes a change from normal. Normally, I'm about eighty percent ramble. Uh, you've seen my notes. We've still got another, we've still got another hour to go. <laughs> that was it. Really. I just want to get mine yeah. through and then leave you to it for the final half hour. I said it back. Basically, what I think is is Kellen Gordon like up 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 on the right hand side. I think plenty's going to happen on that flank because I don't think I don't think we've done enough justice to Dan Harvey. On the other side, so what left wing back for for MK Dons? I think he's you know, him dropping down into League Two for the first time probably deserves a bit more attention because he scored on the opening weekend. He had two good back post headers against Tranmere in open play as well. I thought twelve to one's a nice price there. So let's just say, let's just say, I've I've I've, I've got Harvey in a in a bet, and I'll talk a bit about that later. And I got Gordon in a bet as well, and I'll talk a bit about that later. But let's just say. I spent about it seems I spent about three days looking at Crawley MK Dons and I figured out that hey plenty's gonna happen on that flank, depending on what perspective you're looking at. But Kellen Gordon and um, and Dan Harvey for me. Um where else in League Two? John, you 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 get me off the Crawley MK Dons talk. Where else are we off to in League Two? Yeah, let, let's hope Gordon's alive for that game. Um, <laughs> one for you, uh, Brian. Blessed fans, I'm sure that's a great <laughs> cross, great crossover with our listeners. Um, I think that, I think the most interesting other game, which I know you agree with, is uh, Morecambe at home to Notts County. Um, Very much so. More, Morecambe are quite hard to judge so far, but. They are very different beast at home than away. Away at Mansfield, where they got absolutely hammered um, at the weekend, the most dominant game in the EFL this year that I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically played. I wouldn't say it was a very defensive setup on paper, but it ended up that way. And they a lot of changes in position, and it just didn't look right. But if you look at their home game against Walsall, they were pretty good. Um, you can have to debate how good Walsall are. But, um, yeah, I think this is an interesting game. Notts County, they're showing signs that are starting to fire, but I think there's still a little bit of work in progress at this level. I do think they will come strong later on in the season. But this just feels like a real goal fest match potential. Um, Derek Adams says they're going to come out firing. And I've noticed, especially since he's been back at Morecambe the second time, after a heavy defeat, Morecambe normally follow up with at least a good performance, um, even in mm. League One last year. So, uh, yeah, a player that I think is interesting here um, is Adam Mayer, who is um, is kind of a, a left left forward player, I'd say. Mm. In that home game against Walsall, he was very far forward and he looked a cut above League Two. He did quite well last season in the struggling season. He's still only 18. He's got a lot of games for 18 and there's been a bit of talk about him leaving. But he was. this is a prime example. Against Mansfield, he basically ended up a left wing back, so he can mm. ignore that game. Uh, the price, he actually opened up 3-1 to one, and I didn't like that at all. But as we speak on Monday evening, he's drifting out to fours. I think if you could get fives by kickoffs, which might, which might not be impossible considering the match odds, then I think that's fair. So... Adam Mayer was on my shortlist, but he's not a selection because I've got way too many of them coming shortly. Mm. I tried to convince myself that um, Songo was worth a bet. I think he hit the bar. Oh, good, old, good old Jan. Yeah, he he was one on... He, he He's one that's 
differs home and away, right? So he slipped into the back three, yes. didn't he, at the weekend? But Very he was much so, yeah. typical deep line midfielder on opening day at Warsaw. Hey, look, I agree with everything you, you say about Notts County. This we did say, we did say pre-season. I do remember it that the county backline was potentially the weak link. You know, there's almost no recent football league experience in that back three. I saw. But Jody Jones put in an exceptional cross for the winner on Saturday, but you know, I don't think after watching him for years, you don't get much out of him defensively, particularly on the left. I think you've got is it Nemane on the other side? You know, who's again what was it, Torquay and a bit of National League experience. I think Saturday Saturday's win looks like the blueprint for me. It looks like County are they're going to win their fair amount of shootouts. So I couldn't arrive on a goal scorer, but I backed over one and a half goals for Morecambe at 15 to eight with Betfair, which I thought was the easiest way for me to, mm. to make the most. And that might not be a bad old system to follow against County in the forthcoming weeks. Um, with Gillingham's a, another interesting game, John, where we've, <laughs> we haven't done anyone any favours or we landed on, two different players. I'll, I'll let you lead off because, hey, there's, there's, there's plenty to like about this Gillingham form and, um, hey, the same name keeps popping up from from the back, right? Yeah, you, um, if you just back everyone tonight, every <laughs> listeners, you, we, might, we might actually land on a winner. I can't guarantee it. Um, I mean, Gillingham, Sutton, Sutton even, is an interesting game. First of all, you've got Sutton are going to miss uh, big Harry Smith, as I call him. Mm. He's suspended, so that not that it's not a massive thing. It won't help them a lot at set plays, but not that it's a weakness for them, as we know. But did you see? Uh, sorry oh, to cut across you, John. Did you see the? Um, you know when he waved off. Did you see Harry Smith waving off the count? Yes. Notts County keeper yeah. on opening week, and then did you see? Um, oh, that's, uh, him get waved off. I forget who they were yes, playing. Who did they beat the weekend? Can't remember. Um, He's done anyway, that before. He um, he did that right. last season at Orient or a couple of years ago. Um, I think he's I think he's a bit of one of those sort of players that you hate to play against. Um, but he's got a bit of a short fuse on him for sure. Um, mm. I think, as I said, pre-season or suspected anyway, Jules are just rock solid defensively. Uh, they're still not creating loads from open play, not too bad. But if you look at their bench at the weekend, Connor Masterson, who was their best mm-hmm. defender last season by a mile, can't get in the side. I know he's only just back fit, but you look at that back line now and it is probably League One quality already. Um, the name that wasn't really on the radar till this season, and it does look a bit captain obvious, and maybe he's done his scoring for the season, but Robbie McKenzie, mm-hmm. he's got three goals already from right back or... or mostly right back. And he also missed probably the easiest chance he's had all season against Hackrington. Um, the set players just seem to be landing for him at the moment um, for whatever reason. Is that repeatable? Possibly not, but the price is still there. So the first actual selection for me this evening would be one point on Robbie McKenzie at 16-1 to 1 for Gillingham. Just to annoy uh, listeners, so you, you you back the Gillingham right back. I've back the Gillingham left back. So <laughs> Scott Malone, it, it passed me by actually. John, he's turned up in League Two with Gillingham. I don't know don't know where I missed that, but he, hey, he's earning plenty of good reviews from from left back. He, this is basically he, he didn't he drew a blank last year, didn't he, for Millwall? But this is basically a oh. Championship goal scoring left back, right, turning up in League Two and. 
A um, couple of efforts arriving late against Accrington at the weekend. He had this lovely lofted shot that just dropped on top of the bar against Stockport on, on opening weekend as well. Um, 18 to 1 is miles too big. I think he's single figures most other places, but Sky better pushed it, pushed the boat out a little bit. I think, um, yeah, sorry. He's a class act of a player. A, a, um, a class act and a you know a class above this division and how you could easily kind of recapture some of that Millwall goal scoring form from a couple of seasons back. He got yeah, was it seven in two seasons? Yeah. Um but yeah, so Scott Malone, uh, for me, uh, and Gillingham, I've got a point. We'll we'll feels a bit all over the place this, John, but we'll um, we'll we'll tie it all together nicely at the end. We'll wrap um, it up. But if in end, doubt, yeah, we? just if in doubt, just um any seventeen fullbacks from four hundred. That feels like right. a good, good right. way to uh, post week. <laughs> you might get one winner in the Yankee in the Super Yankee. <laughs> um, should we pop? Uh, anything else in League Two for you, John? Actually, yeah, you have. You've got uh, a lots, of, lots. I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah. Um, talking of Captain Obvious, though, I'm slightly surprised the price hasn't gone as of yet. But it's starting to go. Uh, James Tilly for Wimbledon. Mm. Um, Sadly for our anti-post followers or anyone who does listen to the anti-post preview, even though he's looked very sharp, Al Hamadi has missed two penalties in the league already. Um, you can't you can't plan for that. You know you, you can't predict that's going to happen. But at the weekend, Tilly grabbed the ball towards the quite near the end of the game and smashed it home against Wrexham. So the ex-Brighton youngster now will be on the penalties. You can only assume because Al Hamadi was still on the pitch then. Mm. Um, it's now, even if you take away the penalties, he's a threat from open play. Uh, he's had a couple, quite a few efforts already this season. Average position-wise has been the f- second or first for- furthest forward player. Um, the price at the moment is priced as if he's not on the penalties, basically. So it's just a fair price, but I'm well, I'm 100% sure he's on the penalties. I can't see how they change it now. So. Yeah. It's going to be a two-point selection. Two points on James Tilly, Wimbledon against Colchester, six to one any time. I'd be happy with two points at anything down to five to one. I think it should be about three, seven to two. Um, and we, because I think these prices are way off, the 66 to one that's around for two plus, so James Tilly, two plus, uh, 0.5 points on that as well, please. Love it, love it. Um Anything else? Uh, Tramir, oh, yes. get a get a mention for you. Our, our first mention of our one of our notebook alumni. Yeah, I, don't, I always say our good friend, but <laughs> not really the right term, is it? But anyway, um, Jordan Turnbull um, that sends shivers down a few spines, including <laughs> mine. Uh, gets his first mention of the season. I said it last season. He's very sporadic with his chances. He, I don't know why that is, but once he, he seems to get a little batch of a few games where he gets lots of chances and his first mention, his first sort of action, if you like, this season, three efforts from set plays at the weekend. Now, at home to Harrogate is about as good as you're going to get, really. It feels a big game already for Ian Dawes, who I don't think anyone's sold on, but I've looked back on the Tranmere performances. They've been good. Um they just not had the rub of the green, especially at the weekend. Oh yeah, should have uh, should have yeah. got at least a point, shouldn't they? Yeah, Stadium I think I should have won that. I mean, it, I thought I actually was I was quite impressed with Dawes the way he spoke afterwards. Mm-hmm. He's quite kept quite calm and collected, even though I think he's he's sort of in that job 
possibly until until they go somewhere else. But, you know, he has been unlucky so far in the small sample. You know what you're going to get with Harrogate. They're, they're very honest. They're um, pretty organised. But they have given up 0.5 set play and 0.23 set play XG against Doncaster and Forest Green already this season. So... That will be up towards league high. Uh, the price isn't miles away for Turnbull, but what's just pushed me over the edge, he did score his first goal of last season against Harrogate. So there you go. If you, if you like that, that's in there as well. And the 11 to 1 is just about enough. So we'll have one point win, Jordan Turnbull at 11 to 1 for Tranmere. Love it. Um, shall we head up into League One, where more mm. interesting stories to be written? Um, they start, Wigan, Wigan first off, who set the seventeen to ten looks potentially to me like better than I. I think that Carlisle start looks really poor. I posted on Twitter yesterday. There's this, there's this lovely little two game round robin form line in league one, because all Oxford to, to Cambridge, you got six points, but they played Oxford and um, well, Oxford, Cambridge and Fleetwood and Carlisle have all played each other. Now Cambridge got six points, Oxford got three and the rest have got one. We pretty much, I just take the view that they're all pretty bad. <laughs> and so, so I think it's it just a, with the way those form lines kind of like tend to come together, Wigan can, you know, the incentive to get to positive points with a victory at Carlisle feels some incentive and they're, and they're playing well. Mm. Um, echo those thoughts, John. Oh, definitely. If you look at the um, League One as a whole at the moment, okay, it's early days, but the three sides that are basically creating nothing, um, certainly from open player, Cheltenham, Shrewsbury and Carlisle. Um, I noticed that Paul Simpson after the weekend, the Carlisle manager, he came out and said, we've got to go gung-ho, have a go, get ourselves in the box, get bodies, go and get it. Now, that's the sort of thing, it's easier said than done, but he's obviously trying to get more bodies forward. So I think this could also be quite a, a high goal line game because mm. that will suit Wigan down to the ground. And they look, um, I think Maloney's doing a good job really, isn't he? Um, seems like he a bit of a, you know, doesn't get a lot Just, of talk about him really. It was good coming in after Torre, wasn't it? That feels like a, good spot to come in after that debacle and make yeah, a difference. It's still, it's still a tricky team to manage though with everything that's Absolutely. gone on. And um, it, But they have got, they've still got that quality, haven't they, in, in certain parts mm. of the squad. So uh, I was impressed with Charlie Hughes at the weekend again. Uh, lovely header. Yeah. Uh, he is, he's wanted by a lot of sides. Um, he missed I've a sitter as well, didn't he? he did he yes, miss he did. one towards yeah. the end as well? That was a... Yeah, it just sort of, I don't know. He looked like he just looked a bit awkward for that one, which was a bit strange mm. after the earlier one. Oh yeah, good. Um, we hit the post. Yeah, hit the post late on. I've got in my notes here. Yeah. I've just seen. Um, I've just seen Sky have put Portsmouth Exeter on as the game. I mean, just of all the of all the narratives to be written in League One currently. Well, I guess it was they were short price to go to the turn up at Portsmouth whenever they can, don't they? In, in League One, but you know, play up, play Cambridge. up, Pompey. Yeah, Cambridge Stevenage, which second against the third in the division. That Wickham Orient already looks like that already feels huge. Yeah. That already feels huge. See, Wellens has already 
feeling under pressure in here. We said in pre-season. Oh, you're, you're anti-Wellings, you are. We nah, know. We, no, I just, we, we said that <laughs> League One just loves to chew him up and spit him out. And he's <laughs> like, they, I think they were, he, he, said, he said they were, the, he said they were the better side, I think, when they were 4-0 down at, at the weekend. But um, yeah, yeah, we could see that. That's... Uh... Wickham, uh, Wickham. We said that opening day defeat against Exeter was noteworthy, and Lincoln Frank the Bolton form by winning on the bridle against um, against him at the weekend. It feels uh, six, can you have a six point before the end of August? I think that feels like twelve point already. Yeah, twelve point already. <laughs> um, we have got some bets though. Uh, don't worry, listeners. Uh, John, lead us off. Where are we going in um, in League One? Oh yeah, we've still got more ramble yet. Guys. Um, <laughs> Well, I thought I'd mention this guy because this player I really like. Um, not that he's dark because everyone knows him now. Um, Blackpool had a bit of a slog against Extra at the weekend away, but I was quite impressed how they stuck at it. Mm. Um, they've managed to get Jensen Weir on loan from Brighton. Oh, yes. Who was at Morecambe last year. Uh, from, what I, from what it looks like, every side, top half of League One wanted him on loan. Uh, Blackpool getting him is a massive bonus because it probably... Their midfield looks very good, but it maybe lacks a goal scorer, which he certainly is. Um, I wouldn't be sure he goes straight into the side against Port Vale, but if he does start, then five to one is very fair. Um, well, you flagged him up first of all. Yeah, do, you, do you remember the price? Remember the price he went in for at Morecambe uh, when we first about twenties? Was it Four, fourteen to one? Fourteen to one. Oh, we put right. him. Which you're right. For we picked him out nice yes. and early. Never never mentions us but in any. It, Post-match. No, he, he doesn't. Matches. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna end up probably being a having a very good career. So he should mention you, really. But we get him on nice and early. Yeah, we knew, we knew him before he was five to one against Port Vale. There you go. That's right. Um, the other game that is not so much the game, but a, a player that is interesting uh, that we haven't mentioned before, Daniel Mandrew. Let's talk about you, as I put it. <laughs> <laughs> you like you still like that one, even though you read it already in the notes. That's I do good. like it. I do like it. That's good. Yeah. Um, yet another player from the League of Ireland, which is certainly the new non-league, isn't it, for EFL talent recruitment? There's a certain um, group of clubs in League One that do love yeah Fleetwood, don't they? They're they're, they're joined with a League of Ireland. It's, club. Ma- it's, it's massive now. There's lots of. Yeah. I think what's happened, like with Mandrew, is he he's gone from Brighton to the League of Ireland. Mm. And just absolutely ripped it up over there, and then then they brought him back. So, well, the reason I picked up on him, I, I noticed what Mark Kennedy said <clears throat> after they um, the demolition of Wickham. He said, "I'm not going to talk about Mandrew because if I do, someone will realise how good he is <laughs> and will buy him." Now, that's the sort of thing some managers say to try and get the price up, but uh, I don't think he was doing that. He was deadly serious, and he, he moved on very quickly. If you look at his numbers. Um, 18-32 last season, which is pretty good considering they didn't score a lot of goals um, in his first season in the uh, EFL. Now, uh, Kennedy's been talking a lot about being more attacking this season and they showed that against Wickham. Uh, Northampton away this midweek, they've been giving up quite a lot, haven't they? From mm, memory. Yeah. Pretty much all over the shop, so it's not the worst spot. Um, and I think he's actually been back today, but there's still a bit of just over three to one, but I'll say three to one. So 
It's one point win Daniel Mandrui or Drew at three to one for Lincoln at Northampton. That was some finish against Wickham, wasn't it? That was there oh, was yeah, when I was um pure class sitting watching it just just as I do on a Sunday morning and just jotting down a few notes. That that was the one that made me just put my cup of coffee down and go, Oh, that's some finish, that is. But there yeah, looks um looks a classy player. Um, who else you got in League One, John? We've got, we got one more, I'm afraid. Of. <laughs> well, I've still got a couple more as well. But I <laughs> can't believe it. It's, uh, we've certainly put in all our eggs in the basket this midweek. Uh, no championship, remember, everyone. Um, despite what I've said earlier about Cheltenham, um, the little they have created has been from set plays and it's nearly all fallen to Lewis Freestone. Um especially at the weekend. Now, they're going to Reading, who are definitely the hardest side to judge in League One at the moment. They haven't won in the league, but they absolutely hammered pretty much a full-strength Millwall in the cup, for what that's worth. That was with a side with a lot of the youngsters in it. Um, he went back to the experienced heads at the weekend, and it it's all the narrative because if Andy Carroll scores his penalty early on, they probably beat Port Vale, don't they? So it's a different story, but there was quite an interesting press conference with a local guy from BBC Reading who was a complete idiot, I thought, to the manager. Um, Very patronising and Mm. basically said, we we should be hammering Port Vale, what are you playing at? And the the manager was impressive, Sellers. He he come back and said, we're in League One for a reason which is true. Hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're, they've got the right to play us as much as we've got to play them. And uh, the interviewer soon sort of backed down. But anyway, it's a lot of waffle. Um, I just think the first prices that came out were a little bit too short, but at the there's now 25s about, and you, you might get bigger tomorrow again. So let's have a spin at Lewis Freestone, one point for Cheltenham at Reading, 25 to 1, sorry. Just having a while you were talking, just having a look, you'd think that Freestone's goal-scoring record would be... Oh, it's terrible. It is, that's why it? I didn't. That's why I didn't mention it, Gav. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's definitely. No, 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 no. Sorry, the signal's gone. <laughs> Did you see? You mentioned Paul Vale there. That hats off to him for um, recovering from that mm. opening day demolition. You see our our man, Ia Caviti, had one chalked off as well. For um, yes, he's. Uh... He looks a good. He looks a good player. He's already gone off. I, I don't know why. I'm just having a look. I don't know why, they, why they away, Vale are away at Blackpool. I think he was already pretty short. I think we might have. Uh, yeah, we missed yeah, the boat with that he, one already. I did, I did check the price. He was was he about elevens? Yeah. Let me just let me just have a look. Ia Kaviti. Where is he? Where is he? Normally it's me clicking around, listeners, but it's Galfer's good. Already, so sea of sea of blue tens, nines, fourteens at best three six five. He just. Yeah, the writing's on the wall. We never. He was a player. I thought, oh, we're going to get to back him at twenty twos, twenty fives, but we're not, are we? He's already probably not. The but... bird is already flown. Um, John, is that you done in League One? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I think is so. It? Yeah, because I only had a couple more. I had a couple more, so I'm going to. I got a nice little um, uh, 0.25 point tricksy here, which includes Dan Harvey from way back. You remember way back when we were talking about League Two? What well, seems like yesterday, right? Add to that. So here's a nice little, here's a nice little attacking wing back tricksy. So Peter Chioso, he's at Peterborough this year. Notebook favourite in and out of the championship with Rotherham and Luton in the last few seasons. He's actually, when he drops down to this level, he's actually 7-39 in, in League One. Two good headers for Peterborough against Charlton. Yeah. 
at the weekend. Um, went very close with another header in the cup against Swindon. You can back him at around about double figures, but Betfair's the best price for this trick. See, I think he's about nine to one, which looks a good price. Peter Brewer away at Barnsley. And I've got to stick Randall Williams in again. We spoke about him at the weekend, took his tally. What well, he had five shots opening day, he had another three. You feel like he goes in soon. I still think the market's just underrating the the the, the quality of the chances that he's getting. Bolton, who we think are very good at this level, can easily see them kind of extending a lead and going away and never being seen again. Um Randall Williams, um, eight shots in two games. Bolton turn up against Fleetwood on Tuesday night. Uh, I think he's another one to add. So, should we go through the bets, John? Because I've got, I've got, a, I've got Williams, Kioso, and Harvey. I've backed a 0.25 point Trixie at Betfair, which is all the best price. But I've also got a point on Scott Malone, eighteen to one for Gillingham at Skybet, and a point on Kellen Gordon for Crawley, sixteen to one. Three points for me in total. John, take us through your selections. You said you need a notebook this episode, <laughs> don't you? If you're not confused by um, by now, you will be in about thirty seconds. So the um, my selections are in League One: Daniel Mandrui, one point at three to one for Lincoln at Northampton. Uh, also in League One, one point Lewis Freestone at twenty-five to one for Cheltenham at Reading. And then in League Two, we've got one point for Robbie McKenzie at sixteen to one for Gillingham at Sutton, and by far the um, <clears throat> most confident selection: two points James Tilly six to one for Wimbledon at Colchester, and half a point two plus on James Tilly as well at sixty sixes. Fifties is the minimum for that. That's fine. And finally, one point win Jordan Turnbull at eleven to one for Tranmere against Harrogate. All the points we said at the start, John, that this was a this was a coupon that um, this was a coupon for the ages, right? It was uh, all the you right might be spots. Saying that come half past nine tomorrow. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Feels um, this is the best time of the week, though, right? Before a ball has been kicked, when it's just speculation and opportunism. Mm. Um, this is where we. Uh, this is this is where we excel before a ball is kicked, John. <laughs> all the ret- we're, we're good before they kick a ball. That's Absolutely, the worst thing. The worst thing that can happen. The, the next best thing to them kicking off is having a couple of non-runners, which we had on on Saturday. Yeah, we we like that. We like the non. Yeah, I'm not too sure how I arrived at Jamie Ste- uh, Jamie Sterry because I think he hadn't. I don't think he started. I don't. I, couldn't, I should have picked out, but he wouldn't have started anyway. So apologies for uh, wasting him. These time. things, these things happen. Uh, Sterry across the Mersey, someone said to me. I'll tell you what, one, other, one other thing that you've mentioned to me. Yeah. I've just checked his price. That was live clicking around oh, yeah. for everybody who likes that section. Um, what about Lucas Atkins in uh, the League Two top goal scorer? Lucas Aikens. Aikens. I'll keep you on Atkins, yeah. yeah. You talk about him for a, a few minutes. I think he, the, price is, the price is gone now, isn't it? I think it was just uh, slow to the mark. But we, well, we mentioned him what the the pod just yeah. before opening weekend didn't we 150s just because what Will Swan's injured I, I did read a bit hey there's, there's lots of great Mansfield content out there but he is it's him and Oates with Keeler done in behind and there was a suggestion that for a lot of his time over the over the past season he's been kind of like one of those Keeler Dunn, Swan and Aikins as part of like a wide front three and certainly when I've seen him he's been like 
He goes wide. all over the shop. He goes all over the shop. Yeah, so maybe just being a bit sentry. Who knows when Swan comes back? But um, there was plenty of 150s about. I think he's been cut to 66s, or there was some. Yeah, 30s I, hadn't, I hadn't. I hadn't refreshed. There's still 66s, which mm. is maybe just about okay. But yeah, I, I hadn't refreshed. I still had the 150s on it. So you called. You called it. You called it at the, at the weekend. You you called it. Had lots to like about that 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 Mansfield. I think we. Um, yeah, this looks a different different kettle of fish, this Mansfield side, than, than it has done the last few seasons. Much more confident in it. Probably, um, hey, just a couple more games. and What, five or six games in, and then we get to time for like a deep dive, which I'm already doing. I mean, hey, you know, early part of the season, but good to, good to form some opinions. Like we said, lots of form lines to to either back up or throw out the window, whatever happens tomorrow. But, um, but for now... Yeah, I think there's some interesting opportunities on on Tuesday for um if you if you believe in the form, if you don't believe in the form, make a decision, pay your money, take your choice. It's a great thing about gambling, John, isn't it? Back up your opinions. If you're right, happy days. If you're wrong, maybe they give you a podcast like us. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're wrong, do this instead. Anyone can set up a podcast. Um, uh, so I know a couple of people that do listen just for the um I don't know if you call it entertainment, but whatever you want to call it yeah with a yeah mispronounced they got mandriu entertainment <laughs> entertainment is probably stressful <laughs> that's it yeah they'll um the doctors will come knocking for them soon john uh 32 minutes on a monday evening ready for a tuesday night we're gonna get this out straight away hey if you're having a bet on um on tuesday night good luck to you be lucky great time to get involved midweek action uh john thanks very much for joining us we'll do it all again of the weekend in about two days probably or three days can't wait I shall see you then my friend be lucky everyone <laughs>